I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. If you have an online business, you know that there are always competing priorities and a thousand projects going on. So how do you determine which ones you should prioritize, which ones you should get rid of, and where the energy and attention should go, not only for your team, but for the people inside of your programs? Well, I'm going to tell you today about a matrix that I use with my clients to help them do just this. It allows them to create more efficiency and more effectiveness inside of their programs and within their team. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. So I was working with a client on a project yesterday where we were identifying projects that they should keep doing and projects that they should stop. And it got me thinking, I should share this process with you all, my incredible community. So this is going to be a short episode and it's a bit high level conceptual. So you may want to actually get a pen and paper out and do some drawings while I'm talking through this. We're going to be talking through an action priority matrix. That's the formal name for it, but I have never known that until I just Google searched it right now to say, oh, you know what? I bet there's actually a name for what I'm doing. And that's what it's called, the action priority matrix. So in its simplest form, it's a way for us to identify projects that we should potentially stop or maybe evaluate before we continue them. And then the projects that are our big winners. Now, I will say this, I really don't like using this matrix when evaluating future projects. And the reason being is because we don't actually know how to answer the questions. We're just guessing and we tend to be pretty bad at guessing. So I like to use this to evaluate existing projects, existing deliverables inside of your program, things that you can actually collect data on. Okay, so this isn't about assumptions. It's not about your predictions. It's not about your estimations. It is about looking at the data in order to answer these questions. So we are going to make a matrix, if you will. So draw your little vertical line and then draw your horizontal line coming from the bottom of the vertical line, or just draw a big old plus sign, if you will. So what we're going to do on one side, the left side is impact. The bottom is low impact and the top is high impact. Okay. So low impact is the bottom. High impact is the top on our vertical line. Our horizontal line is low effort towards the left and high effort towards the right. So low effort towards the left and high effort towards the right. And in its simplest form, what you're going to do is look at your projects that are on your plate, or maybe if you're running a course or a membership or coaching program, you would list out all of the deliverables, all of the things that you create and deliver on a regular basis for your community. And you're going to determine for each of those projects or each of those deliverables, 
how much effort does it take to produce? How much effort does that project take to accomplish or that task or that deliverable to get out the door? Now, chances are, if you're the business owner, you're going to need to talk to your team to actually find out how much effort is going into it. And this may be your full-time team members, it may be contractors, you may be involved, but you need to really get an accurate perspective of the amount of effort that is going into this project. And that may actually require team members to do a bit of a time study to determine from a database perspective of how much time and effort they're putting into this project. So once you do that, you're going to identify every project as either high effort or low effort. The second thing that you're going to do, if you guessed it, is identify each project as high impact or low impact, high impact or low impact. And I will add a little caveat here that in doing this, you may identify that some projects may actually be negative impact. So we can just go ahead and cross those off the list completely and don't need to put them on our matrix. But for most projects, they'll either be high impact or low impact projects. Now, how do we determine the impact of a project or deliverable? Well, that can be done through member surveys. It could be by looking at your metrics and KPI data. If you don't track metrics now, you need to be doing that. I have a tool that allows you to track your metrics. Just go to member LTV, that stands for lifetime value, memberltv.com, and you can get some information on how to track your metrics. But you want to be doing regular surveys. You want to be looking at the data on the back end of your website to determine what's getting used the most. You want to be looking at anecdotal feedback from people, and you want to be looking at your metrics that you are tracking and reporting on regularly. That will help you identify which projects, which deliverables are your high impact or your low impact projects. You may also need to do some A-B testing to figure out what may be high or low impact. So that may mean adding something or taking something away temporarily to see how it impacts your metrics. But do whatever you can to get the most accurate reading on how much impact your different deliverables are having. Now, I find that this exercise alone is very valuable for most membership owners, for most business owners, because you're often going a mile a minute and you deliver these deliverables or run these projects because that's what you've always done. And so we are all very guilty of layering on more without ever evaluating what we're already doing. So this is an exercise in evaluating what we're doing to make sure that what we're doing is having the highest impact for the least amount of effort. So if you are a business owner right now and you find that you are run ragged into the ground, that you always feel like you're behind the eight ball when it comes to creating what you need to create for your business or for your community, you feel like your team is run ragged. There's so many projects going on behind the scenes that you can't show up for your community, that your team is getting burnt out. And gosh, you're you're struggling even to market your products because it's so much effort just to maintain and deliver it then this is your number one priority. You need to do this matrix. And when you do it, you're going to identify your quick wins. What are those projects that are high impact and low effort? These are the things that you definitely wanna keep doing. If it's low effort for you and the team and it's high impact on your community or your business, then you wanna continue it. Pretty simple. But what about those projects that are high impact and high effort? 
Well, these are your longer term projects. They're not quick wins, but they're things that you probably want to continue doing. Now, I will say this. When we have these higher effort, higher impact projects, what you want to ask yourself is, did we really give an accurate reading as to how much effort this is taking? Because we often find that we underestimate the amount of effort a project takes. So you really want to get clear on the effort to make sure that the impact is high enough, right? So now we're getting a little bit more into the details, but we're looking at, okay, for the amount of effort we're putting in, are we getting enough impact, enough return on investment? Otherwise, we should try and discover and test maybe some new projects that we think could be much lower effort and produce the same result. So you want to evaluate those that way. And you also want to be looking at their scalability. So if you run a business like a course or a group coaching program or a membership and you want it to scale, where you tend to run into issues is these high effort, high impact projects. They're things that you want to keep doing because they're good and they're valuable for your members and your community, but they're really difficult to scale, which means that as your community grows, your team needs to grow or your financial investment needs to grow or both in order to continue to deliver. And then over time, you may experience diminishing returns. And so that's where you really need to look at the scalability of that high effort project and ask yourself and your team the question, is there any way that we can make this a low effort project. You may need to make some tweaks in how you deliver it, but it's possible that you can make this low effort or lower effort. So a perfect example of this is a client of mine that was doing one-on-one calls with new members that were coming in through their evergreen funnel. It was a great way that we had found to increase the cohort retention of people coming through that funnel. But what we found is that as that evergreen funnel scaled, it was becoming harder and harder to make calls available because of team capacity. So we asked ourselves the question, what are our solutions here? Well, we can hire more team members, or we could look at altering the way we do the calls. What if instead of one-on-one calls, it's one-on-three calls? So we immediately triple our availability and our ability to serve. So our capacity increased significantly. Now what we're doing is we're actually looking at the impact. Did this change have a positive or negative or neutral impact? So we have the data from the effectiveness of the one-on-one calls. We can see of those that participated in the calls, did they retain better? We know they did. We know those stats. So now that we've turned them into one-on-three calls, we're going to be able to measure the same stats to see if the slight change that we made to make this more scalable, if that slight change is going to hurt the impact. And if not, that is a big win. So you want to be evaluating those high effort, high impact projects to be thinking about how you can scale it long-term and if there's anything that you can do to increase efficiency with that. So oftentimes we have team members who maybe are not as aware of all of the tech and tools that are out there to make their jobs easier. And so when we see all of the steps that they're doing to complete a project and why it may be taking them two hours to do this a week, we can offer solutions for them to make that more efficient and cut out some time as well. So there's just some different ways that you can evaluate those high impact, high effort projects. So then your other quadrant that you have is your low impact, low effort. 
Now, I would say for many of our businesses, we are running a lot of low effort, low impact activities. We have deliverables that we're doing because they're easy, but they have very little impact. We have projects that we're running as a team or maintaining because, oh, it really doesn't take that much time, but it has very little impact. Now, I'm not telling you to get rid of all of the items in this quadrant, but what I am telling you to do is to evaluate them. I want you to ask yourself, is there a way that you could take this low impact project in low impact, low effort project and increase it to a high impact? Are there some slight tweaks that you could make? that wouldn't significantly increase the effort required that would make this higher impact. Because the reality is, is that everything that we put attention to in our business is impacting the overall success of our business. Because when that arrow is pointed in a hundred different directions, it can only move an inch. But if we put all of that energy in one direction, it can move a mile. So we need to really be clear about these little projects that seem meaningless, that seem effortless, but don't have a high impact. We need to decide if this is something that we want to keep. There may be plenty of reasons to keep it, but there may be plenty of reasons to get rid of it as well. From your community member side, coming into a membership or a coaching program or a course, if you will, all of these deliverables that you have potentially lead to confusion. It's like walking into a cereal aisle and there's 30 different types of cereal versus four different types of cereal. Statistically speaking, they've done studies on this. You're way more likely to walk out of that aisle with a box of cereal when there are less options. So sometimes these projects or these deliverables that seem low effort, but they are having a little bit of an impact, they're actually detracting from the overall impact of your program because they are a distraction from those higher impact activities that you want people in your program to be doing. So that's how I want you to evaluate that low impact, low effort box. And then we have our final box, which should seem pretty obvious. That is our low impact, high effort box in the bottom right. Low impact, high effort. 99% of the time, this is something that you just want, want to stop, right? You just need to stop this but you've never actually done an evaluation to determine that it's taking a lot of effort to do this and it's not really having the impact that you thought it would, right? So we just need to stop that activity. On a few occasions, I have seen some things and projects in this box that are essential to be done because they impact the overall operations of the business or because they tie into one of those higher impact projects. So removing that higher effort, lower impact project would actually be a detriment to the business and how it runs, or it would be a detriment to another one of the projects on the board that we want to keep. So that's the one thing you want to evaluate is how would getting rid of this high effort, low impact activity or project, how would that impact all the other projects on the board? Because that may mean that you keep it. But again, you want to ask the question, could we make this lower effort? How could we make this lower effort? I think there's always a way for the most part, especially if you've never done an evaluation like this before. 
Okay, so I hope this is helpful. I think too often when I start working with new clients and I get into their businesses and I see all the things that they're doing on their team behind the scenes and all of the deliverables that they have for people, and I can tell that they have just kept adding layers to the cake. They've kept adding toppings to the cake and it's no longer a beautiful edible cake. It no longer serves the function that they originally had for it. And this is the first thing that we do is we do a survey, we start collecting data so that we can then start to put things into this matrix. So it's the action priority matrix. On the left side, you have that vertical line of impact, low impact at the bottom, high impact at the top. At the bottom, you have that horizontal line where you have the low effort at the bottom left, and then you have high effort in the bottom right. And then that is going to help you evaluate all of these different projects to make decisions so that you can increase the efficiency of the business that you're running, create clarity and simplicity for those that are in your programs, and make sure that you are absolutely maximizing all of the energy that you're putting into your business and all of the attention and focus that you have of your community members to get them the best result and the most impact. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.